Welcome to a fine edition of the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. Um, on this day after St. Patty's Day, 3-18-2022. A fun-filled Friday. A day that it's going to be in the 70s here in New York, hopefully. Right now we got fog. So we're just waiting for the sun. The sun's coming out to clear all that crap out of here. And it should be a gorgeous Friday. Making people <laughs> play hooky today. Because I'm telling you, this afternoon, I can guarantee you people are going to be um, playing hooky. When the weather clears up. They'll take a half day of work and then they'll go home. Um, unless they're working from home. Which in that case, if you're working from home here in New York and it's beautiful this afternoon, you ain't going to be working. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm wearing this shirt. Well, you can't say it, but I can just tell you. Um, it's the mother of St. Patrick's Day shirt because I wore one yesterday. It was St. Patrick's Day, obviously. Today I had a meeting this morning. So I wear my, I wear my green shirt with like, you know, with the, with the lips on it and it has a little shamrock on it. And I really never noticed how big my boobs looked in this shirt. A lot that I really care about my boobs. This is the whole thing. I don't understand. Like, see, guys don't have boobs. So I, I don't, un like, I, maybe that's why I understand, like, why they're, why they're obsessed with them. But when you have them, you don't give a shit about them. Okay? Sometimes they're the most annoying parts of our bodies for women. Especially ones that have big ones. You understand how much back pain some women have carrying those rocks in front of them. I'm, I'm putting it out there like because you guys you know with your obsession with boobs because I talked last week about like you know um NFL players who follow troll bikini accounts and troll them well they're not they're, they troll them they're the trolls they troll bikini accounts because like these girls have like you know big ass boobs in the picture so obviously you know they're gonna follow them um it's ridiculous to be obsessed with them I mean the Seriously, <laughs> just I, I no, I kind of understand why because you don't have them. So usually, what happens? You get obsessed with something that you don't have that you want. Not that they want them on their bodies, but <clears throat> let me just tell you, they're not fun when you have them. Anyhow, just thought I'd throw that out there. All right, so a couple things today. I got like a whole damn list of things to do today. So I will talk about the three most frustrating fan bases, which are the Jets, the Browns, and the Panthers. Right now, those are the top three. Um, there's a couple other ones that are frustrating, but I can tell you these three are the top three. Um, I will talk about a few things within, obviously, the um, organizations with the Jets, the Browns, and the Panthers. So we'll get to that. Um... I will, again, once and for all, this will be literally be my last fucking time I'm mentioning this with Sam Darnold. So I'm going to have a comment about it, and I'm going to be done with it. I'm not bringing up this shit any longer. So this is like the last one, because I'm going to tell you about a comment that I had on Twitter. And then my response comments um, to it, and then I will go and just, this is it. Um, so I'll t talk about that. Um, I will talk about social media and athletes because I, it all stems with the Jets. So they all three together are 
three things that I will talk about. And then I'll talk about another thing with the Jets, this guy that does um, the Jets Factor website, you know, podcast slash, you know, blog. Um, (laughs) What he tweeted that made him look stupid. And this is why if you are a fan of the Jets and you follow this guy, this guy knows shit. I don't understand why you all love him. Um, And I will explain that. Um, Obviously, I have the Playing With The Boys podcast coming with the blog. Okay, the book obviously is coming later on in the year. Um, And the first quarterback that I was going to break down is Zach Wilson. It still is. And then I'll do Daniel Jones, and then I'm going to do Sam Darnold. Those are like the top three that I'm going to do. But I'm also going to do Baker Mayfield now. So there's four. So since the three worst franchises are the Jets, Browns, and Panthers, I'm going to do Zach Wilson first, Sam Darnold next, and Baker Mayfield third. And then I will do Daniel Jones fourth in my breakdowns. Um. So I figure I'm going to post it. I told everybody I was going to post it today, right? Well, wrong. (laughs) I figure since football is played on Sundays, I'm going to release it on Sunday. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it out there on Sunday. So I I would have all my my film I have to edit for the the reel. So I I will create a reel that will be... I don't want to create a reel that's 59 seconds. I do want to create a reel that's a little shorter than that. So um, I have to cut a lot of film for Zach Wilson. So I'm going to do that this weekend, obviously. It's May. Tomorrow, unfortunately, I have a funeral. But um, I'm going to try my best to get it all done later today, even if I can work on it sometime tomorrow. And then, poof, Sunday. Instead of doing a blog post on Sunday, I'll do this. Or maybe I'll do both together on Sunday, the blog. Now, the blog will have to be associated with the film, which will have to be associated with the reel. See, so that's how it all works together, y'all. So we're going to do that this weekend. So look for Playing With The Boys. I will give you now four freebies. After that, it's all paid. Then you have to become a subscriber, you know, so I'm going to do that. And that also gives me time to write some more crap up. <laughs> and it also gives me time to do some other stuff. So anyway, okay. And then I have a shout out to some haters out there. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the haters and trolls on social media at the end. So as you see, I have a lot to talk about. So, all right, with further ado, let's talk about... The Jets. All right. So nothing the Jets fan base is the most frustrating because either you all complain um, our quarterback sucks, this part of our team sucks, this guy sucks, the GM sucks, this guy sucks, this guy sucks. And then the GM goes ahead and does an amazing job right now. I, I have to give credit where credit is due during the free agency here. Getting some pieces in here. Not having to, not breaking the bank, getting some pieces in here. And that's still not good enough for, from some of you. Like, what do you want? You can't, you guys are so fucking frustrating. Seriously. So like I've mentioned before, you all thought it was the quarterback's problem. 
That's why that was holding the Jets back from being a Super Bowl contender, not let alone just making the freaking ass playoffs. Ah, oh, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. We get a new quarterback, the quarterback that you all wanted, by the way. I'm going to just keep making you remember that. You all wanted Zach Wilson. About 90% of Jets fans wanted him, 10% didn't. You had 5% still wanting to keep Sam, and you had 5% that wanted Justin Fields. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. You get him. He gets injured. Mike White comes in, has this historic game, which was great for him, and then you all throw Zach under the fucking bus. I don't know how many posts I've seen on Facebook and the groups that I'm in still throwing Zach Wilson under the bus. Why? Um, say it with me, y'all. He's a rookie. This is going to be his second year. You, can't, you couldn't expect like to make the playoffs last year. Sorry, rookie. Rookie head coach, like I said, the problem last year was with that they went with a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback. Those two don't mix together. Because if the rookie coach don't know shit about what he's doing, he's going to ruin the development of the rookie quarterback. And if you read my blog post, my blog post on the mistakes that NFL teams were making when drafting a quarterback, one of them is that they don't use the same, they don't contact the coach from college to see what plays work best with that rookie quarterback. They just make them learn a whole new entire offense, which holds them back from development, by the way. And then you guys, as a fan base, don't understand. Let me let me put this. They're not going to develop on your fucking timeline. I don't care what your timeline is as a fan. Each player develops at their own pace and they're on their own timeline. And all the factors that go into having him to get developed are coaching. Number one, most priority is the coaching, how the coaches develop him. Two, veterans on this team. Now, JD went out and he got some veterans to help Zach. And they also kept Flacco. Do you notice how better Zach Wilson was the last like six games, seven games when Flacco was there? Do you not do you notice that? What? Because that's important for the development of a quarterback. Like those are the two most important factors. There's other factors. But those are the two most important ones. The other ones I'll mention in my book. I'm not gonna mention here. All right. So <laughs> this just goes to shout out to the fa- to the fan base again. Like, you guys do not understand what the word loyalty means being loyal sure sure oh i've been a fan since 1958 or i have to hear i've been a fan since 1973 i've been a fan since 86 i don't care how long you've been a fan that doesn't mean that you're loyal you can't shove those two things together because i can see how you're you are so loyal when you throw all the players under the goddamn bus. And as we all remember, so now I'm going to bring it up. As we all remember last year, I was really upset of how the Jets treated Sam. They did him dirty. Let's be real. Be real with me. They did Sam Darnold dirty. 
the entire time he was there. He was there under Chris Johnson, not Woody, because Woody was out in, you know, uh, London for Donald Trump. Chris Johnson had no fucking clue what he was doing. He brought in the fucking wrong people that screwed him up. All right? He did. There's no doubt. There's no saying he understood that. First of all, you know, Bowles is a great defensive coordinator. He made a horrible head coach here. Horrible head coach. He held back. He didn't even know how to develop Sam at that point. So Sam already started off with a, with a defensive-minded coach that had no idea what he was doing and did not know how to develop him. Number two. Number two, they let Josh McCowan go after the first year. They should have kept Josh McCowan and helped Sam for the second year. Even though he retired, they should have done something with him, made him some sort of position on the team, and paid him to be able to help Sam. Then they get Gaze in here. Gaze doesn't know a monkey wrench from monkey's ass. Sure, he's defensive coordinator. Sure, he helped Peyton Manning. Sure, sure he did. Peyton was calling his own fucking plays. He was just getting. He was just bringing him the coffee. He brings him in, and what fucking happens? He goes down the it goes down the tubes. It goes down the drain. All the positive stuff from Sam diminishes after the first year that Gaze was here. I mean, yeah, they won they won a good amount of games. They didn't win that many, but they won they were okay. And he remember he also had mono that year. And he was out, what, five games? Five weeks? Definitely four. I think it was the four weeks before the bye, and then the bye came, and then he came back the following game and had that breakout game against Dallas with that 80-yard touchdown pass to uh, Robbie Anderson. But anyway. And then, of course, the year that it was his last year here where they were like 0-11 or whatever it was before they won their first game. Because he had no idea what he was fucking doing. Do you people out there not understand how it's done? First of all, and then then Joe Douglas comes in and promises his parents, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the offensive line. We're gonna build the team around him." He never built the team around him. Never. He lied. He never did because he never wanted to. He did him dirty. He could have got him fucking killed back there. But no, it's Sam's fault. He sucks. We need a new quarterback. He sucks. Mm-hmm. So, and the, um, the irony of it is, Sam keeps going to bad teams. So now he's on the Panthers, which, by the way, are worse off than the Jets. The Jets are in better position now than the Panthers, will, the Panthers are right now, and the Panthers will be in two years. The Jets are in better position now. So now, after drafting Zach Wilson and realizing, oh, uh, maybe we shouldn't have drafted him. Maybe we should have built an O-line first, got receivers, and then drafted a quarterback. Because that's the way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to get the team first, quarterback second. Because it's kind of harder to build around a quarterback. It's easier to build a team and then get the quarterback because you already have the team. But at least 
he um, like understood that this year, not to pull the same shenanigans on Zach that he pulled on um, Sam. Even though you all throw Zach under the bus because you know, oh my God, like he's not good at all. Um, so yeah, so last year, now I'm not again. I'm gonna say this very clearly for all you fucking assholes out there to hear, okay? I am not, and I never was against Zach. I think Zach has a great chance of being a franchise quarterback. I've never said that he was going to stuck it up. Like, you know, stink it up. And I never was against Zach personally. Like as a person, personally. I was against the way the Jets did Sam Durney, and I wanted him last year to show you all how stupid you all were, basically. I mean, my point got taken because look at the Jets. What what the Jets won, like four fucking games? Like I told you they were going to win? Oh, but we got a new quarterback. Remember, it was the quarterback's fault. That's why it was Sam Darnold's fault as to why the Jets were stinking it up. Remember? That was my point. I did not, under any circumstances, have anything against Zach. I like Zach. I think Zach's cool. I think Zach is actually a little bit better in some areas than Sam, personally, person-wise too. Um, But I supported Sam last year. Now, do I regret supporting Sam? No, because I'm loyal as fuck. That's who I am. I'm very, very loyal. And when people get treated the way that they treated Sam, that bothers me. And then, of course, in the middle of the year last year, middle of the season, you all treated Zach the same fucking way that you treated Sam. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then I've supported, then I started supporting Zach a little bit more. Because you all pissed me off, basically. It wasn't that I ever hated Zach. I had nothing against him. It was the way the organization treated Sam. And now I'm happy to see that they're not do that to Zach now. Now they've got tight ends. Now they're getting an offensive line. Please get him a wide receiver one. If you ever want him to be successful, that's what he needs. That's what a quarterback needs to be successful. What Sam has right now in with the Panthers is fucking ridiculous. And then the Panther fans are fucking stupid. Begging Deshaun Watson, beg, you want a guy who hasn't played in one year to come and save your franchise? You don't even know how he's, you don't even know what player is gonna fucking show up. And I've already said he's not a top 10 quarterback, Deshaun Watson, sorry, but not sorry, he's not. He's somewhere between 16 and 20. That's where I would put him. Meanwhile, you don't have an offensive line. You don't have any receivers other than DJ Moore because Robbie Anderson is like, you know, one of those off and on type guys. Either sometimes he's on his game and then most of the time he's off. How many drops did he have last year? The offensive line is horrendous. There's no receivers, but oh yeah, no, Sam's trash. Sam's, Sam sucks. It's all Sam's fault. 
Now, some of his game is his fault, but some of it is not his fault. First of all, his feet, his footwork sucks. So he needs to fix his feet. That's for sure. The passing game needs to be fixed. He needs, he, he needs to do exactly what Zach needs to do, which is more of the slant route. Short passes, short passes, and not the wide R screen that Gaze had him do. Like every, five, every fifth play was the, like the wide R screen. Different things. But things that use his strengths, not showcase, not highlight his weaknesses. Which I'll get into when I have to break him down. Now, as a person, I just think that Sam is just an asshole. As a person, person-wise, personally-wise. But as a player, he is so athletic. He's athletic. He has the ability to be a franchise quarterback. And hopefully this year, because this is, it, this is his make or break it year, to tell you the truth. I mean, there's nothing else to say after this year. Or he's just going to end up like Kyle Allen and be a backup. Meanwhile, the ceiling's high for Zach. Hopefully. Fingers crossed for him. But like I said, he's with the Jets. We all know how it goes here. See, now I can't wait till you bandwagoners come back on the bandwagon when Zach shows you what he can do. Because I'm going to be there to remind those of you who told me that Zach sucked and we had to trade him or we have to sit him. Um, was Mike White or Tom Brady. I'm going to remind you all that. And some of the biggest Jets fans put on the facade that they care that they think that Zach's good. Just remember that. So if Zach's listening, that's how Jets fans are here. They fake it. They fake it. And some of the people are the ones that do podcasts and they do they have blogs and they have, you know, fan groups and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. Let me just tell that this is how it is. They fake it. They fake it until they can't take it. And then when they can't take it, they tell you that it's your fault. You suck. We need to get a new quarterback. That's how it works around here. Because it has ever since Mark Sanchez was here. As, as, that's as far as I can remember. I really don't remember when, with Ken O'Brien. But I believe I remember hearing people, because we didn't have social media back then either. Um, I b- do believe I remember hearing people that say that he sucked too. So, I mean, we had and Ryan Fitzpatrick and all these. I know. And Josh McCowan, and everybody sucked. Need a new quarterback. And then I have to see stupid asinine posts. Oh, let's trade for Baker Mayfield. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What? We're going to trade Cleveland Browns, Zach Wilson, from Baker Mayfield? Okay, so now I'll go into the Browns. The Browns did Baker Mayfield dirty. If I were Baker Mayfield, I would sit out this entire season, because this is your last season under contract, I would sit this entire year and then become a free agent next year and sign with somebody else. They should have told you that their plan was to try to get Deshaun Watson. They didn't. Now they got caught. Karma's a bitch. But if you watch the 2018 Pro Day again, which I did, which I did, which was Baker, Darnold, Rosen, Jackson, and Allen, you remember if you remember how Sam Donald performed on that and that on that pro day, now I know we should not. I've been saying it time and time again. We don't shouldn't go and base our feelings on somebody in pro day. But just look at the throws that he threw. 
and it looked like Cleveland was going to take Darnold. Why they decided to take Baker, I don't know. Because I will tell you this, Sam Darnold is better than Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Sorry, but he's better than Baker. And also, Darnold doesn't cry like a big fat baby. Even though he has had plenty of reasons to cry and complain. The Jets did him dirty. The Panthers are doing him dirty. Do you see him anywhere complaining? Does he pick up the phone and call the media and and tell the media that I want to get out of here now? No. Now, Baker had every right to do that and feel that way. But sometimes things are better kept in-house, like between you, not publicly put out there. Which then leads me to some other stuff. So social media and athletes, right? So if you all didn't know, there's this girl on Twitter named Christina, who every fucking day, God bless her, tweeted Braxton Berrios on the New York Jets social media team to keep Braxton here. Every day she tweeted. Now I, for one, said it wasn't going to work. I know how social media works. The social media team had nothing to do with him coming back. So they re-signed him. And I will say this, kudos to the New York Jets social media team for putting a video together of Braxton talking to her through FaceTime and thanking her. But what Baker, what Baker, what Braxton said made me go, uh-huh, mm-hmm. He said he saw all the tweets, but he couldn't respond. Now, Yes. As a free agent, it was probably in his best not to respond. But then I'm thinking about it going, no, 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 honey, you could have fucking responded. All you had to do was send an emoji of a coffee cup and write the word cheers. That's all you had to do. Cheers. You didn't you didn't answer that you're coming back or not. And it was really not in the jet, the social media team's hands. And even wasn't in Braxton's hands, whether he was going to come back or not. It was in Joe Douglas's hands, if he was going to spend the money for him. Now, I hope Braxton got all the money that he needed to get. Because like I say, football is a very violent sport. It's a very hard, it's a horrible at times when, when players get hurt. And sometimes when you get hurt, your career is over. So I hope Braxton got all the money because he deserves it. But being that said, being that said, this is why players don't know what they're doing. They're shitty on social media. You mean to tell me now? So I'm going to follow Braxton and Christina, and I'm going to see if Braxton interacts with her during the season. Because he should. See, now he can create a relationship, a friendship, not even just a friendship's a relationship, a friendship with this Jets fan that took her time and her energy and put it out there on Twitter because she loved him and wanted the player to stay here. But no, you fucking athletes don't get that shit. She took the time to show you support. The least you can fucking do every so often is say, Thank you. Sam Darnold, do you understand that lingo? Because I'm going to tell all of you, I got so much hate from fucking Jet fans. 
when I supported you. I had one guy threaten to rape me and another one threatened to kill me because I supported you. The least you could have fucking do. And don't tell me I didn't see anything she posted. I know. I knew when you were online. I knew when Sam Darnold was on Instagram. There's a way of knowing. I know that way. That's why I'm an expert and you're not. And so, and I tagged him in every video I made for him, wishing him good luck, telling him you got this, you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna kill it. The least you could have fucking done was say, thank you. How and why that's so hard for you athletes to get, I don't understand. Maybe you all need to be hit in the head with a fucking brick. So we'll see if Braxton, Berrios, keeps that relationship going with Christina, as he should, on Twitter. He, what he really should do is invite her to a game and give her field access and see her in person. Because that shows that he really understands and he really gets it. It's not just a moment for the social media team to, you know, put together this great video and send it out there. That's what he really should do. Just, just saying, Braxton. Give her two tickets for her and her father, who've, her, her and her uncle, who've been fans forever. And give them field access for one game and let them come on the field and let them, and, and you can give them autographs and you can meet them and take pictures. Wouldn't that be cool? You know. Because I've yet to see any Jets player that I've ever tweeted ever tweet me back to. Now, on Instagram, it's a different story. I talked to a couple of them through um, direct messaging. Not Jets players, but just NFL players in general. Those are the ones that get it, by the way. Because then I build, a rep- I build a relationship with them. Now, that's where Zach, I'm going to say Zach Wilson, is better than Sam. Sam doesn't even know what the hell Instagram is. Let alone, he has probably no idea what a fucking reel is. Nothing. He has no clue. He's clueless when it comes to social media. Zach, on the other hand, is more active in it. And I like Zach for that. I like Zach that he's interactive. He's funny as hell. He is sarcastic like me. Oh, my God. Maybe the two of us should <laughs> trade uh, barbs back and forth, right? Sarcastic tweets back and forth. Um, I wonder who would win that one. If we had, um, if we uh, tweeted each other back and forth with the comebacks, who would win that one? I don't know. So, yes. So to the guy who, you know, because I put together the video of the slant route, which I think Zach needs to do more of. And there's, you know, this guy who I have no idea what the hell his name is and do I fucking care? No. You know, oh, weren't you the one who supported Sam? Ha, 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 ha. So... My, my, my response to him on my Twitter was loyalty and orgasms. That's all I want. Sorry, sweetheart, that you can't give me neither. And then another guy, oh, I think Zach knows this, LOL. And I was like, yes. So people on ESPN and people on NFL Network do all that same shit that I just did. And I put that video together about the slant route and that Zach should do it more often. They all do it on, the men do it on NFL Network and they do it on ESPN. I have to get a sexist remark back because I'm a girl. 
I'm so sorry that my knowledge defend, offends you men out there. I'm so sorry. I feel, I'm so sorry that you're intimidated by my NFL knowledge. Sorry. My bad. But this is what I'm talking about. This is why Jets fans are so fucking annoying. They're annoying and they're frustrating because you never can make them happy. Like, here's the thing. If I asked Zach Wilson to have a conversation with me on football, would he do it? Or do I have to constantly tweet at him until he responds back? Because that's what's going to happen now, y'all. Because the Jets social media team showed you it worked. I'm going to tell you now that everybody else is going to copy it. You are going to be so inundated with tweets and direct messages and all these different posts and comments because you started it now. You created the bandwagon. That's what social media does. When someone finds something that works, they do it. They try to do it. They mimic it. Now, it can be easily mimicked. It's not like she did something that was creative and nobody can copy. Nobody can copy anybody's creativity. But people can copy people's um, ideas, basically. Now just what, that's what's going to happen. I would love to see which Jets players and which NFL players in general, basically, tweet fans back. Thank you for supporting me. Or uh, emoji they you know, they tweet back an emoji or they tweet back a, a funny G gif or they tweet something back to them and build the relationship with the fans who show you support and loyalty. See, loyalty. That's all I want, too. That's what everybody in life wants. They want someone who's going to be loyal to them. Me showing Sam Donald support, that shows you what kind of person I am. I am as loyal as fuck. Now, will I still support Sam this year? To a certain extent, not not as a person, like for him as as a person outside the NFL, no. I already unfollowed him on on, on Instagram because he doesn't even bother even going on anyway. He doesn't understand it. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my time, and I'm not going to waste my time. My time is valuable. He doesn't treat me as a valuable person. He didn't he didn't say thank you for supporting me. So why am I going to bother doing that shit? I will, though, go out of my way on Twitter and Instagram when Panther fans throw them under the bus. I will remind them what kind of team they have. That I will do. But like I've said, just because I supported Sam doesn't mean that I'm not still a Jets fan. That I'm rooting for the Jets to do well. That I'm rooting for Zach to do well. That means nothing. Actually, I have a Zach, um, I have a t-shirt, Zach Wilson t-shirt. I have his t-shirt. I have a couple quarterback t-shirts, actually. I have his. I have a Burrow jersey. I got Justin Herbert. I got Derek Carr. Um, who else do I have? There's a couple of ones. Um, I don't have Jimmy Garoppolo, although I want his, but um, I'm going to see where he lands first. Like some of my favorite quarterbacks. So I have, I have Zach Wilson's t-shirt. Am I going to get a Jets jersey in it? I don't know. I will decide that after I see him play the first half of the this first half of the year if I'm going to get that because I do have Mark Sanchez. That's the other one I still have, and I still have when Brett Favre was here. 
with the Jets. Anyway, so let me talk about the Jets as I finish. So I think his name is Robbie Sabo, who runs Jets Factor. So CJ, who they just signed, was talking about Zach Wilson. And he was talking about the play where he did a dig versus dig post combo, single high. And he asks, which one was this? If you are doing a Jets factor, which is all about the Jets and all about football, how the fuck do you not know this shit? But yet, I know which one he was talking about with the dig versus dig post combo single high. But I'm a girl. What the fuck do I know? I know exactly what he was talking about. I have that actually in my footage that I'm going to break down with Zach. Which you'll see on Sunday. And and you fans out there, listen to this guy talk his smack. He knows shit. And this is exactly my point. You'd rather listen to a man talk football when he doesn't even know shit what he's talking about, doesn't even understand things, couldn't even figure out what he was what this guy CJ was talking about. But yet I'm a girl and I have to hear, well, I think Chuck knows that already, or I think you don't understand football or it's just it's for the boys honey it's for the boys yes and that's why my podcast is called playing for the boys voila so and i will just say one more thing before i go into my last thing about dating and nfl players i'm happy to see a lot more nfl players post pictures of who they're with either they're married they have children Good job posting of those family pictures. Good job posting if you're dating somebody. Now, Braxton was supposedly dating Sophia Cupola, whatever her fucking name is, um, the wannabe model. Um, I haven't seen you post anything lately about her. All it is is you half naked in every single fucking post on Instagram. What is with that? Do we need to be half naked? See, this is the whole thing. So men can post that, like Braxton's literally half naked. The only thing he's wearing, I think, is his bathing suit in one of them or his shorts in one of them. Girls post that and it's called, oh, sexual nudity. It's sexual exploitation, but not for men. Double standard on online, by the way. Because if I post a picture of me in my bathing suit, nudity, I get flagged. He can post that picture and not get flagged. Okay, anyhow. But, like, do we really need to see that? No. 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 So if you're still dating her, how about we put a post up there of you two together? I'd love to see that. Because the last time you posted, you posted about her birthday, which is in November. November. It's March. Are you guys not together anymore? Or are you hoping for somebody better? Um, anyway, anywho, so, um, I just want to give a shout out to my haters and my trolls. I still have one girl in particular who I'm not going to name mention because I'm not going to drop her name, but one girl who was the, the bully from 2011 on Twitter, um, still trying to follow me on social media and see what I'm doing and stuff. Let me, here's my message to you all. <laughs> I'm still here. And I ain't going anywhere but up. And that bothers the shit out of you, doesn't it? Too fucking bad. 
Enjoy your view from the enjoy your view from below, honey. And this is why if you are a bully, a cyber bully or a troll, really please rethink your strategy. Okay? Not only do you not understand what people go through in their lives and you don't know what they're going through at a particular moment or a particular time, you could be doing some serious like damage to that person. Luckily, I am as strong as fuck. Nothing, nothing gets to me. I have developed thick skin. I don't care anymore. Like literally, I don't care. You want to say something nasty at me? Go ahead. I'll have a comeback for you anyway, so it doesn't make no difference if I decide to throw it. Sometimes it's not even worth my energy or time to throw the comeback back. But at the same time, same time, six years ago today, my father had heart surgery. So I'm so blessed that everything works out and we're, we're still chugging along. That's the good genes that my family's got. But that's what my point is. Nobody knows this. You're going to go and you're going to be a hater or a troll and, and throw things at me without knowing the stuff that I've been through or the stuff that I'm going through. Stop being that way on social media to the athletes, to the stop, stop with the negativity. Oh, he's fat or he doesn't or he's not going to make it or he sucks or he's this or he's that. Stop it. Now, yes, they're an athlete and they have to have thick skin, unfortunately, to make it in this world. But you don't know what kind of digs that you're making at them. You don't know what you're doing to their, their, menta their mentality. Just like a regular person, we have to point out that, that they're ugly or, they're, or their girlfriend's ugly. I saw someone come and go, oh, yeah, like you should talk. Your girlfriend has like a chin like Jay Leno. Who cares? Why do you have to be that way? Stop. Stop the madness. If you have nothing nice to say to somebody online, then just shut the fuck up. Ha and here's the thing, have an actual conversation with people. That's the heartbeat of social media is conversation, positive conversation. Throw kindness around like confetti. You don't know what people are dealing with and people are going through. And that's my hint out to all you athletes out there. Stop thinking that you're superior to everybody else. You go through the same shit that I go through, that everybody else goes through. You deal with people in your family having surgery. You deal with people in your family having cancer. You deal with people in your family going through tough times. Imagine now that you're an athlete, right? And somebody shows you support. The least you can fucking do is say thank you. You will make that fan's life so much better by simply saying those words. Words have power. That's what social media has, power. Use it constructively. Use it correctly. Stop with the stupidity. It just drives me insane. My God. If I'm taking the time and effort to show my support to you, the least you can fucking do is show it back. And not just one time. Not just, oh, here, thank you. No, build. You could, you could learn so much from just making friends on social media. Literally, I have made so many friends on social media. I've built relationships with people through social media. 
If I can, you can. It's not that hard. Don't make it difficult. Learn something new from somebody who's not an NFL player, who's not in your shoes, who has different demons to fight than you do. Learn, grow. That's how you grow as a person. That's also how you grow as an athlete. You start it, finish it. That's, my, that's like my motto. Start something, finish it. You want to be on social media? Then, then use it correctly. If not, get the hell off it. And on that note, I will post up a Reels later. Today, I will post this somehow on YouTube. <laughs> um, I'll be doing some pre-Zach stuff. That's what my Reels is going to be a pre um, a, a prelude to the um, Playing With The Boys podcast and Playing With The Boys um, blog they got to do and the breakdown of Zach. So look for that later today. And I will talk to you all on Tuesday with Sassy Nation. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, everybody.